Hey there, how are you? I hope you're having a great day. Today, we are going to talk about what to post on LinkedIn and how to stay connected. So, stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in, and this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, diving in with my voice that feels like it's ready to go as we record a bunch of podcasts. (laughs) I talked a lot last week, so if you're like, Steph, you sound different for like the next two or three months. Um, you may just think that's how I sound now, but usually for those who don't know, usually batch record a bunch of episodes in one day. So if my allergies are acting up or my voice is a little bit wonky, it usually sounds like that for a while. And allergies in North Carolina are a thing. It was really interesting. I never had allergies in Minnesota or Southern California and I got here and like my nose was started getting really stuffy and my throat was tickly and my head like had a lot of pressure and I'm like I what what is happening and everyone's like oh yeah it's allergies and I'm like oh yeah no I don't have those and they're like yeah you do now welcome to North Carolina I was like oh thanks like do I have like a welcome gift basket or is it just just go buy drugs got it got it okay cool Anyways, let's dive in what to post on LinkedIn and how to stay connected. So LinkedIn is used by different people in a variety of ways. Some people use it to accomplish particular goals. Others, you know, just want to stay connected to their community and they want to network. Other people may be looking for jobs. So it's used in a variety of ways. And let's cover some ideas on what to post first. So number one, career updates. If you get a new job, if you, you know, finish a particular uh, milestone or whatever it might be, if you're looking to change industries, you know, career updates can be um, really helpful. I know some people have shared, you know, like what they have learned after a particular career struggle. So anything career related. Number two, career accomplishments. So maybe you can completed a particular certification for your industry. Maybe you got promoted. Maybe you had this like super insane goal at work and you guys crushed it. You know, career accomplishments, it's okay to brag a little, obviously be humble, but you can definitely share uh, your accomplishments. Number three, motivational content or content that is inspirational. Oftentimes people are on LinkedIn a few minutes a day and they're just like scrolling and um, whatever before they dive into maybe what they're actually there for. And sometimes people may be on LinkedIn just because they're having a bad moment, right? And they just need somewhere to go and look at something that's unrelated to whatever struggle they're having. Uh, So maybe a motivational quote or something that you have needed to hear in your past struggles when you were having a particular like job or career struggle. Number four, if you need help, LinkedIn is definitely a good place to go. There are a ton of people on LinkedIn that want to help and support in whatever way they can. uh, So definitely take advantage of that. Number five, if your team is hiring, so jobs or 
different departments or business units that need help. So oftentimes uh, as a recruiter, we'll share like open positions and we'll post a link to the job description and all that. Uh, Then hiring managers also, if they're hiring for their team, you know, they'll make a post about what they're hiring for, what they're looking for. And then they may include, you know, what their colleagues might be needing if they're hiring as well. Kind of an overall like, hey, our engineering team is hiring these five people, whatever it might be. Number six, culture. So anything related to company culture or team environment or, you know, kind of cool, fun things that your company does that maybe other companies do or don't do either way. But LinkedIn is a really good place to give others ideas about what it is to work where you work. Number seven, webinars. So pretty straightforward. If you know of a webinar that might be helpful, if you are hosting a webinar, definitely put it on LinkedIn. I have signed up for several different webinars from LinkedIn. Number eight, conferences. So if you are attending a conference or if you hear about a conference that could be helpful for a bunch of people that you're connected to, definitely share those. Number nine, polls. So if you are looking to ask a question and you want a bunch of people to answer it, LinkedIn is a great place. Um, I feel like the reach on LinkedIn is still pretty solid. Whereas, you know, some of the other uh, quote unquote social platforms, I say quote unquote, like LinkedIn is definitely a social e platform, but it's more at that professional level, or at least it should be. (laughs) There are definitely a lot of things that come across my LinkedIn feed where I'm like inappropriate, inappropriate, inappropriate. And I will be the first to admit I, whoever liked it or shared it or posted it, I remove them as a connection. There are just certain things that I do not want to see on my LinkedIn feed and for my own sanity will remove the fuckery, so to speak. (laughs) Number 10, data, research, studies. LinkedIn is a great place to share facts and information. I'll just put it out there. All platforms are great places to share facts and information. However, LinkedIn typically is a good place, especially if it's related to your field, right? I see a lot of people in the medical industry sharing, hey, this new study came out about this new thing that can help people with this problem, right? Number 11, online courses. So if you are creating a course, if you've already made a course, if you want to make a course, if you know of someone else's course, that could be helpful. People are pretty consistently looking for resources that can help them. Number 12, resources. (laughs) Articles, posts, information, whatever it may be. Number 13, funny posts and jokes. My asterisk here, again, it's still LinkedIn, so keep it appropriate. 14, helpful information and content. So this may not be, hey, here's this new study that came out about this thing that helps this thing, right? It could just be, hey, FYI, I had this conversation, I learned this, right? It doesn't have to be this like huge study to be helpful. Number 15, articles, blogs, podcasts, etc., Maybe you wrote them, maybe you produced them, maybe you've just listened to them and you think others could benefit. 16, presentations. So LinkedIn, you can actually post like slideshows, which is pretty interesting. So other people can go and get information. 17, industry predictions. These are always fun for me to read, especially, I mean global pandemic. Like what? Like I can't even like wrap my head around the fact that people are starting to get vaccinated and we're starting to see, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. And I know here in the States, it's a little bit different than some other countries, but I do think if you look at the majority of the last year and a half and you look at where we're at now versus where we were in you know, June, July, and then again over the holidays when people seem to like lose their minds, right? It feels like 
there is light at the end of this like fucked up tunnel that we're all just like slowly moving through. And I will also say, please be mindful, there are still anywhere between 40 to 60,000 cases per day. I am on the get your vaccine side of the house. So if you haven't done that, do that. But Anyways, industry predictions, as I was saying, <laughs> oh, sorry, not sorry for my little lecture. Um, It's been interesting to see how people predict things as the pandemic is starting to, you know, be on the other side of it. Or even throughout the pandemic, you know, there have been a lot of very intense and interesting things. So it's like, hey, this thing happened. Here's my prediction, you know, whatever it might be. And it, that doesn't have to be related to the pandemic, of course. Like you can have a prediction just because you want to have one. But point is, I always find them very interesting. And my prediction is that so many more people are going to want to work remote. And at a bare minimum, I think most companies are going to start to do a flexible schedule. So if you were 100% remote during the pandemic, uh, I think those companies are going to, instead of going back to 100% in the office, I think it's going to be a split because I think people want that. I think there's a huge group of people that want to be in the office all the time. There's an even bigger group of people that only want to be remote, but I think majority of people are in the middle where they want to have flexibility two to three days a week, and then they want to go in the office two to three days a week. I have been remote, and I mentioned this on a couple other episodes as well, probably the last three, four years now, so I'm good with staying remote. I live in a pretty like small town area at the moment. <laughs> probably going to be changing because a shocker to nobody, Stephanie is not a small town kind of girl. But anyways, so there is really no office for me to go into, uh, which is fine. I am an outgoing introvert, meaning when I'm tired and I feel drained, I refuel, right? Or fill back up my bucket, typically alone or in quiet spaces. Uh, but I am outgoing and I'm chatty. So like when I'm in the office, like I usually find myself chatting and talking to others and focusing less on the long list of the million things I need to do that day. Okay, moving on. Number 18, posts that get discussions going or posts that generate content in a conversation. And I want to be mindful of what kind of discussions we're starting on LinkedIn, right? This is not, you know, the dumpster fire that is Facebook. However, there can be really good discussions around, you know, like in the recruiting world, I see a lot of like candidate experience. How do we make sure that we are being as inclusive as possible? You know, those types of conversations. So however that relates to your world. 19, a challenge or a problem that you've encountered or like a lesson learned or like a really good takeaway. If it's helped you, it's probably going to help someone else. That's kind of my thought process in everything, right? The podcast, sharing posts on mostly in Instagram these days because I'm just, I don't even have Facebook anymore. I posted a while ago on TikTok and now I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I've fallen into just a watcher these days, but maybe I'll change my mind. Who knows? But anyway, so when I share information, it's usually something that has helped me or that has given me new insight or new way to think about things or shedding light on things that need to be talked about more. Um, and then sometimes it's just obviously ridiculous posts of my incredibly adorable dog who for the first time, like, ever like actually cuddle with me this morning and I really needed to get up and I just literally lay there for two hours and just because I knew she doesn't ever 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 cuddle and she just like came over and just snuggled and I was like oh my god I need to move but I can't all right we're we're here we're here for like two hours <laughs> 
So if you want to see ridiculous pictures of my dog and whatever other, you know, things I share, check it out. Instagram, Dennis 13 and then Career Talk Podcast on Instagram as well. Number 20, artwork you've done. I love to see art. I think art is so fascinating and so interesting. I am less on the artistic side. Um, I think when you create content in general, you're a creative person, but when it comes to art, I'm not that great. And so I may have a higher appreciation for when I see art, but definitely art. 21 FAQs with answers, right? Uh, But with answers, because I've seen like people just post like FAQs and I'm like, okay, but what are the answers? And then it's like a whole different post, like two weeks later. I'm like, now 22 infographics, 23 do's and don'ts, uh, 24 product information. So you definitely can share information about your product online. Um, I would do it in a way that's helpful versus like salesy and spammy. 25 cutting edge or, you know, groundbreaking technology or updates or product releases or whatever they might be. 26 common misunderstandings or misconceptions about your job, your product, your world, your industry, whatever it might be. And then the truth, (laughs) add the truth. (laughs) 27 listicles, right? So, you know, a list of top 10, whatever, right? 28 goals you're working towards. So I always find it interesting when people share their goals. One, I think it's for personal accountability, like they've put it out there. And then it's also fun to see in the comments, other people who offering to help that person reach their goal. And 29, how to or instructional videos. All right, let's talk about some things to avoid on LinkedIn very specifically. Number one, politics. Number two, sassy, snarky, bitchy posts. Sure, we've all seen those. Number three, personal identifying information. So obviously things like your social security number or whatever the equivalent is that if you're in a different country than the United States, I would avoid posting email and personally, I avoid posting my uh, phone number. On my birthday, people always wish me happy birthday on LinkedIn, and I have really no idea where that information is or why it's public, but every year, and literally now that I'm talking about it because it was like literally last month, uh, I'm like, I need to figure this out because I, I don't know that I want it on there. I think month and day is fine. I think the year, I don't know, seems weird to me sometimes. Maybe it's just because I've been in the identity and authentication space long enough to know, but just be mindful. Personal identifying information, you know, like obviously your address, you don't want online. Your kids' school, definitely I wouldn't put it online. Basically anything someone can use against you in either a cyber attack or finding you in person. And number four, sexual content. Again, uh, LinkedIn. This is not OnlyFans. And this is not uh, Snap. I would say, what's the disappearing one? Snapchat. See, I don't even have Snapchat because my take on it is if you can't send it to me in a text, you shouldn't be sending it. So <laughs> if you need it to disappear, no, keep it. <laughs> Number five, sales, sales, sales. Um, if you are only posting uh, salesy posts, I would reconsider it. I would try and approach it as how you're solving a problem and how you can help versus just pitching. Um, so many people connect with me on LinkedIn and then they literally don't even like get past hello and they're like into a sales pitch and I just removed the connection. I'm like, I no, what what's happening right now? Number six, complaining, whining, or bitching. I think there's value in asking for help. I think if you're just going to LinkedIn to complain, maybe take that over to 
a different platform. Number seven, inflammatory comments or posts. Be careful what you share online, right? Number eight, grammatical or spelling disasters. I am by no means someone who excels at grammar and there are some things I see where I'm like, come on, you know? Number nine, not safe for work content. (laughs) Uh, It's literally a professional networking site where people usually go on at work. Uh, So that always makes me do a little, you know, when a dog kind of like turns their head, you know, do one of those little dog head turn like what? Number 10, lies and bullshit. It's kind of a general, uh, general things to avoid, but don't lie. I mean, on any of the platforms, like please don't lie, but definitely not on LinkedIn. 11 pictures. Be mindful of the pictures you're sharing, right? The pictures you have on Tinder, probably not appropriate for LinkedIn. And um, I mean, maybe depends on what your Tinder profile looks like. But yeah, I think you know what I'm saying? Group pictures are also really hard, especially as like your profile picture. I see a lot of people, you know, in a line of like 10 people. I'm like, I literally have no idea which one is you. Not that I need to know, but it's just, I don't know. It's just weird. Okay, moving on. How to stay connected. Number one, what do you have in common? So oftentimes when people connect, there's some sort of common ground or they want to start a conversation. Number two, how can you help each other? That's like the biggest thing with LinkedIn is so many people are eager and willing and excited to help. Number three, connect and follow. Send out LinkedIn connections, make an introduction to with yourself, and then follow that person. If they are too popular to have connections, then you can follow. <laughs> Number four, engage in each other's posts. So if someone that you recently connected with shares something, like it, comment, engage in the content. Number five, set calendar reminders to reach out. So this is really good and I'm really terrible at it is having an initial connection with someone and then forgetting to follow up. So do better than I do. (laughs) And it can be something as, you know, how are things going? How can you help? You know, uh, maybe you want to share like a any of the things I, sh- the list of things I shared in the uh, the first part of the episode. Number six, introductions. So oftentimes you can do an introduction if you and someone you know or someone you are connected with wants to be introduced to someone in your network, right? So offer to introduce that person if there is anyone that they're interested in getting an introduction for this in your network. And number seven, ask for advice. I know asking for help is not something everyone is great at. However, I think you'll find positive results if you do it. (laughs) A couple other episodes for LinkedIn that may be helpful. Cold connecting with people on LinkedIn. So that episode is published on April 27th, 2020. So 427-2020. How to leverage LinkedIn while job hunting and searching. And that was September 25th, 2017. So 925-2017. And I'm hesitant to give you this one because it's so far back, but why not? LinkedIn profile tips 1031-2016. I think I started the podcast in August. So I'm sure uh, that episode sounds terrible and I probably sound like a just rambling human, which is still the case, let's be honest. But yeah, October 31st, 2016. Feel free to check them out and um, let me know if you have any other questions related to LinkedIn or if you have a topic that you want me to cover, definitely reach out. Let me know. I hope you found this episode helpful, valuable, interesting, who knows? As always, thank you so much for being here and listening to the show. I have a new website that I'm working on over at stephdennis.com. So it's under construction, but you can feel free to check it out if you want. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can support the show simply by listening, sharing with a friend, uh, leaving a rating and or review, or you can make a donation via PayPal or Anchor. The information's below. Uh, you can find me on the socials, Instagram, so StuffDennis13 and Career Talk Podcast, and then TikTok, StuffDennis13 as well, and then Clubhouse at StuffDennis. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing, so wonderful. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day.